0: kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Somebody. Or something. Saber's coming. Come on, man. We gotta go. Saber's hungry. Okay. Stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands.
1: Click, click, flash. For some reason, I always think that, but like, when I was just thinking about this episode, for some reason I've been thinking, up on the rooftop, click, 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 click. Click. Welcome to Welcome to Dead, cast. I almost said welcome to Welcome to Dead House. Welcome to Welcome to Dead, click. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. I'm Daniel Montgomery. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. And we love... Goosebumps. We love things that give us goosebumps, like tales. Like tales to give us. So we are currently, as you guys know, we're going through Tales to Give You Goosebumps number one. And we are in the eighth short story inside Tales to Give You Goosebumps number one. Yes, and this is the the last short story in this book collection to have a television episode you got it all you'll be quizzed later okay so we have um a tv episode to talk about with this one matthew yes that's right click 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 what do you what do you think about this short story? I think it's kind of a snooze. Yeah, same here. When I think of this one, I always think of the very end of the television episode. Ooh, you guys don't know what it is yet unless you've seen it. Got to listen to find out. Click, 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 click. So let's just jump on in. Yes. So our protagonist is a kid named Seth. Seth Gold. Gold. I'm not drinking gold. I wish. Seth Gold's hobby is channel surfing. <laughs> he loves watching TV and he loves the power of clicking. I love the power of dicking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My brain didn't even go there. Oh, I was thinking the power of clucking and then the power of dicking. Oh, wow. That's where my brain went. Explicit content. Oh my God, parental advisory. One day, Seth's dad comes home with a big old box. Oh, yeah? And How inside big? that box is something called the Universal Remote. Oh, oh, okay. And Seth's little four-year-old sister, Megan. Bitch! God. <laughs> Goes crazy for it. Yeah, she goes totally crazy for all things universal. And and Seth Seth, and Megan's dad says that he got it from a little store that was going out of business, and he got it for a steal only for thick bucks. Wow, did he get it from a funky old toy store? <laughs> he says it controls everything. The TV, the CD player, the VCR, even the laser dicks. The laser... <laughs> the laser disc player i, I mean i've never am, i don't know what a laser what the fuck is a laser disc player well he he says it would control a laser disc player if we even had one i don't know what that I is i think it's a it's the the precursor to the dvd oh okay i don't really know seth puts batteries in it sticks some batteries in it and plays with it for an hour and it does it does it controls everything and what are you laughing? I was going to make a joke about it. he played with it for an hour and then he started playing with the remote. <laughs> uh, Matthew. I'm feeling nasty tonight. Megan complains that she wants to watch a cartoon tape. Honestly, same. I fucking love Megan. And, and Megan and Seth fight over it and she grabs the remote and she straight up throws it across the room. Bitch. And then Seth is no no you broke it and he picks it up and it rattles. Oh no. And he clicks it clicks it clicks it at the TV but nothing happens. He's, Megan you stupid bitch you broke my universal remote that dad bought for 6 dicks. And she she he says he says it's broken. It's broken and Megan sucks her thumb and then leaves. I fucking love Megan. Seth manages to pry open the back of the remote with a quarter that he has. What? And the inside of the remote is just filled with, chi- like, computer chips and wires. Oh, I'm just and filled it- with chips and soda. Oh, my gosh. And then he fiddles around with it for a while, and then he fiddles around with the remote. There we go. <laughs> it wasn't as good. and But nothing happens. He can't do nothing. And then mm-hmm. he puts it back together and thinks, oh, well. But... It stopped rattling, so that's something, right? That's definitely something. And then he clicks it, and it works. Thank God. I was freaking out. His mother comes in about 10 minutes later and says, you know, you shouldn't spend too long in front of that TV. You've got chores to do, and your sister wants to use the TV. And as a joke, Seth aims the remote at his mom and presses mute, and it works. She got muted. She got muted. Okay, do you guys see where this is going? He clicks it again, and then it goes back to her normal yelling. He clicks it again, and she's muted, and he says, oh, my God. I'm having so much fun. His dog, Sparky, comes into the room and starts scratching his ears. Sparky. And, like, scratching his own ears, and Seth presses the slow motion button and sparky scratches his ears in slow motion oh one of my favorite things about the tv remote growing up was always the slow motion button yeah same here And then at dinner, you know how much Seth loves chocolate pudding? You guys, Seth loves chocolate pudding. That after they eat it, he presses rewind and makes his mom serve him pudding again and again. He rewinds it four times. Oh my god, can you believe all that pudding? Oh, I love pudding. I love chocolate pudding. He brings the remote to school the next day, and during the flag salute, he mutes it. He's heard it enough. This is the most fun I've ever had. And then his teach, Miss Gifford hands out a pop quiz on Brazil. Oh no, retweet for Brazil. And he doesn't know nothing about Brazil. I know a thing or two. What is the t- capital of Brazil? Brasilia.
0: <laughs> Brasilia. Ah! Julie, watch out! That's the capital of Brazil
1: not real <laughs> and then he just doodles the whole quiz and then hits freeze frame when 15 seconds are left and then he cheats off of annie schwartz the smartest girl in the class Ooh, he's giving me some good ideas you have to lie on cheat and steal if you want to make it in the big house he has a lot of fun in the class he starts fast forwarding through it slow motion when the principal enters oh and slow like, motion for freeze me freeze frames and like all this Fun stuff. And at lunch, he mutes Mr. Pincus, the lunchroom monitor. I got Pincus recently. I had to get antibiotics. Oh. He mutes the lunch lady when she tells him he can't take two desserts. Bitch, don't you know my pudding? (laughs) She keeps lecturing him silently, though. Isn't that cute? Oh, my God. I can't believe he mutes lunch lady Doris. And as he makes his way down the lunch line, he presses mute at her again. But... Nothing happens this time. Wait a second. I can't control the universe? He tries again. It's not working, so he bangs his remote on the tray hard. Nothing whoopsie oh well and he reaches for one more piece of pie and when he puts the pie back on his plate puts it on his plate he sees that the the remote is gone who took it from my tray well it was danny wexler asshole a red-headed freckle-faced eighth grader who points it at seth and goes (laughs) freeze lol and seth goes no but grabs it away from him just in time And Danny's like, why do you even have a TV remote with you at school anyways? And Seth just immediately freeze frames him. Take that bitch. A girl next to him sees this happen and says, wait, why is Danny frozen? And And then other other kids notice too. And then the principal shows up and he says, what is the commotion? And Seth freezes her. People start screaming and crowding around him. And he tries to unfreeze the principal, but it doesn't work. And the the crowd starts chanting. They start to revolt against Seth and they say, get Seth, get that thing away from him. And the crowd chases him from the lunchroom and Seth just starts pressing random buttons in them but nothing happens. And in a panic, he just, he just pushes the off button (gasps) and the whole world goes black, silent and black. And then he sees this faint glow in his hand and it's a small red light blinking on the remote. Okay, so now I'm going to read the fifth pedicle and the last paragraph of Click. My name is Seth Gold and I'm 12. My hobby is channel surfing on the TV. At least, that used to be my hobby. Squinting into the blinking light, I read the words beneath it. Battery. Dead. Ooh, ooh. da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. what a screecher i have to admit it w- the short story is a little more thrilling than i remember mm. and um yep that's all i got i actually remember the the tv episode um better than i remember the the you know re- remember the short story and yes there was a lot of um a lot of thrills you know short thrills but I a think, lot of thrills i think it's a bit of a I know we were talking earlier and earlier short stories. Um, like Mr. Teddy or How I Won My Bat like how that would have worked as a television episode and for some reason for me it's stretched so thin I feel like I feel like there's not enough here to make 22 minutes of TV work you know what I mean? Yeah and you know they take some chances and some really weird quirky different stuff happens that we're about to talk about so let me tell you a little bit about the TV episode so tell me a little something about this TV episode this was season 3 episode Mm 5 and it aired on September 27th 1997 cool and we have familiar fa- some familiar faces in this show. We do. Show. Um, Seth is played by an actor named Dan Wary Smith, oh, who was Skipper in Attack of the Mutant, which is one of Arlstein's favorite episodes. That's right. And his little sister, um, in the in the TV show, her name is Jamie, not Megan, and she's definitely older than four. Yes. And she's played by an actress named Tabitha Lupien. And Tabitha played Ginny Swanson in Bad Hair Day. That's right. Oh, she's good at playing an obnoxious, annoying little... There is a bully in this episode. named. The character's name is Richard Holman. And he is played by an actor named, named Matthew Lemche. And he was... Like, one of the creeps in Calling All Creeps. Oh, wow. Greatest hits. Mm, Yes. I guess they're running out of kids in Canada, though. Yes, I would. I would say, what's the actor who plays Skipper's name? I mean, Seth's name. I mean, both of them. Dan Worry-Smith. I think he's really good. He is really good, and I can't help but think... a lot of the, a lot of times they reuse the people that are very good, which yeah. makes sense. And he's you know? like he has like this kind of mature quality about him that seems almost too good to be on the show. And he definitely when you see like his classmates, he seem to me he reads older and more mature. Yes, reading is fundamental. Yeah, that's a good point. So let's talk about that. Let's get into the TV episode. Yes. Yeah, so it starts off with Skipper Lol, I mean Seth. So Seth is getting he's like all gagged because he gets a giant neon colored box in the mail because he's ordered himself the and tell me the name of the remote Daniel it is the verona xg20 universal remote yes so he's ordered it and it's finally come in the mail and his ass is so excited apparently he orders junk like this from magazine this magazine remember magazines uh no So, so like he orders that it comes in the mail he's really excited immediately obnoxious little sister megan i mean jamie in her tutu doing her fucking tap dance routine about town is like all up in his grill. So like um, Seth is like, okay, great. He opens up his, he opens up the box um, for his Verona X remote. And it says like possess ultimate control. And it literally like comes when you open the box, there's like a, like a meteor, like a, it's like like a a neon blue, like a neon blue meteor rock that the remote is resting on like just sitting in. And it's, and he tests it out. So he tries it on his TV You know what I mean? Turns on there's some, like, zany game show on there that he watches. He's like, cool. Then he, like, plays some ambiguous, sexy music on his, like, stereo and CD player. And he's like, wow, this universal remote works really, really great. And so he's like, "Um, cool, cool. And so he starts watching TV. And not long into him watching TV, a guy named, is it Tony Baldwin? Tony Baldwin. See, I thought you said Tony Baltimore at first. But, um... A guy named Tony Baldwin, who's Tony Baltimore. Yeah. And he's serving like mild Jim Carrey teas. And he's like, kind of like, um, he's definitely the spokesperson for spokesperson for armchair electronics that has made this remote and this like TV commercial pops up that's very like infomercially where he's like this guy Tony Baldwin who's just like a white guy in a suit is kind of looking towards the camera and is like enjoy your new remote or whatever but be careful to like follow the instructions read all the the warnings warnings carefully." carefully
0: bring you this important message from Armchair Electronics. Hello, I'm Tony Walton, the president of Armchair Electronics. Congratulations on your purchase of the Verona XG20 Universal Remote Control. Mm-hmm. For your own safety, please follow all instructions and warnings carefully. And now back to our regularly scheduled program.
1: And Seth's like, Seth like cannot be bothered to like do anything right. And so he's like, whatever. And then keeps watching TV. And he tries to watch TV. Jamie comes in with her motherfucking tap dance routine. She's dressed for like... She sets down like a square of like hard plastic to tap on. I don't understand why she can't find another spot in the house. But she literally like tap dances in front of the TV in front of Seth trying to watch it. And then Sparky or whatever, the dog is, like, barking. And Seth's like, bitch, like, I'm trying to watch my my stories. And she's like, I'm trying to tap dance. Turn it down. And so she does her obnoxious tap dance routine. And the dog starts bark, 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 barking. And just kind of out of sheer frustration, he just kind of goes to pause them with the remote. And, of course, it works. And I do think the special effects are pretty good. Yeah. Um, And so he's like, wow, you know. Now I've got this universal remote that works. So he starts, like, fucking with other things. He's like, oh, let me me change the tint of my goldfish. My goldfish. And, like, this kind of, like, grid kind of pops up like it's adjusting the settings where it's, like, brightness, color, tint, or whatever. So he turns his goldfish different colors. He, like, unpauses his sister and is like, wow, I've got control over literally everything. So he, like, goes outside, like tries turning down the volume of, like, the neighbor with the lawnmower. And then he starts, like, rewinding and fast-forwarding the newspaper kid. And so throughout this whole episode, like, he starts getting messages from Tony Baldwin showing up literally everywhere. everywhere. Anything that's remotely, like, technology or electronics, like, he just gets messages. So he gets, like, a phone call literally from Tony Baldwin. And whenever there, he gets messages, always the same kind of ringtone of just, like, boo-doo-doo-doo-doo. And it's always – it's not, like – Hey Seth, it's Tony. What's going on? It's literally like a recorded message where it's like, Congratulations on your armchair, whatever. Don't forget. And it's like Please keep c- this away from children. And it's so not a toy. He gets this message warning him to use it in moderation. But Seth don't give a fuck. And so he brings it to school and he she tells his nameless best friend about it. We find out that the best friend's name is Kevin at the very, very end. I don't think we hear it before that, genuinely. Yeah, I just had him down. I made I made notes, and I just wrote him down as friend. So Seth and friend. Friend's like, what are you talking about? This remote can do whatever. And Seth's like, bitch, watch this shit. So he goes in the playground and sees that there's this like bully bullying this other kid. And Seth's like, get a load of this. And he just like, I guess he's like changing the channel. But he like presses some button on the remote. And like all of a sudden the bully is like, a game show host then he hits like the change channel button again or whatever and now the bully's like this sally jesse Raphael like character basically it's this like this kid who like every time seth clicks his remote like he's wearing a different wig or he now he's in a dress or like it's a bunch of zany characters and it's like served for laughs or whatever and like the last one he's like dressed up as a giant bunny for like a tv show and so seth's like ha ha that bully got his you know Comeuppance or whatever, because he looked looked a fool on the, um, fucking, you know, square ball mat or whatever the fuck you call it. what's it what's that game you play? Um, four, four, four square. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway, so that night, Seth's like sleeping or something, and his fucking alarm clock beeps. His yeah, that same tone.
0: several do's and don'ts when it
1: comes to using the xg20 universal remote control let's review and it's like and it's like tony baldwin being like hey it's tony whatever and then he smashes his alarm clock to get it from doing that and then his like desktop computer green screen glows and says email waiting And so, like, Seth gets up at 2 in the morning and then types into his computer, retrieve email, and he, like, retrieves it. And there's, like, glowing green messages warning him about the remote and basically saying, like, don't let it control you, blah, blah, blah. Of course, for the zillionth time already, we're only halfway through. Seth, like, does not listen and is like, bitch, I'm taking my remote to school the next day. Um... And the same kind of thing happens that happens in the short story. There's a pop quiz, and Seth says to Nameless Best Friend, like, watch this. And when the teacher's like, pop quiz, Seth's like, I'm going to freeze everything except for you, friend. He sneaks up to the front of the classroom, opens up the teacher's briefcase, pulls out the pop quiz, and like, I got all the answers now. Bleh. And then later that night, um, Seth, like, a, a letter gets delivered to the house, like, at two yeah, in the morning. Yeah, he just, like, randomly wakes up, which... I- I think because a dog is barking, or something. Sure, but it's sincerely at like two in the morning. He gets an envelope that says, "Caution: continual misuse of the Ver- Verona XG20 universal remote will void the warranty, and the consequences can to be se- can be severe." <laughs> okay. Um, redundant much? <laughs> um, <laughs> so the next day, same old, same old. Seth is watching his stories. Megan's Jamie's tap dancing. Um, at this point we haven't seen the parents. We've just heard them yell off screen and the, the parents all of a sudden walk in. They're like, Seth, I'll give Jamie the remote. Seth, we've been over this now. Give Jamie the remote. And Jamie's like, give me the remote. And, um, Seth's like, I'm over it and goes to, uh, pause them. And he's like, I'm going to give you a timeout. So you know what you've done. And he like pauses all of them. But then he finds that the remote's not working. Um, he and Jay before he paused them, before he paused them, he and Jamie got like in a fight over the remote and the remote fell on the ground and now it's make now it's making this old rattling noise, just like it did in the in the short story. So when he goes to pause them, he cannot unpause them. So he's like, oh, uh, no. What do I do? So like Kevin Kevin just shows up. Shows up and they try and like call the phone number or something of the company, but nobody answers. And then the immediate he immediately gets a call back in the, the same ringtone, do 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 with an automated message saying, Hey, you can always if you have questions, you can call us or you can visit us at this address. So they said, come to our showroom and they they're like, Okay, they go to that address, but it's just like an abandoned overgrown dump. Like literally it's just like some alleyway and some some warehouse and no one is there and he's like well this is bull so he like they go they go back home to Seth's basement to finagle a way to open up the back of the remote and there's like you know chips and like wires or whatever in there and um he goes to fix the remote. Just then like he gets a phone call from the same damn voice Telling him, like, do not try to fix the remote. Never attempt to service. Opening the back of it is dangerous. Of course. I mean, drink every time this happens. And you're wasted. Seth decides, like, not to listen to that and fix it himself. And he manages to put it back together, goes back to, like, the living room or whatever, and tries the button again. It still doesn't work. And Kevin's like, I don't know. Why don't you try slapping it and shaking it real good? That always works for me at home. It always feels good when I slap it and shake it. And he slaps it and shakes it and points it at his parents and clicks, and it works. And he, like... Kind of weakly goes up and hugs them and is like, "You're back." And, and the, like the parents don't even notice. It's now nighttime by the way. And they're like, oh, I'm starving." It's well, What light. time is it? Oh. And his friend, like Kevin's, like, "Hey, Seth, you really need to throw that out." You have a problem. You have to promise me you're gonna throw it out. And Seth's like, "Okay, I'll throw it out." So he does. But then the second nameless friend, Kevin, leaves. Um, he reaches into the trash and pulls it on out and says, "Yeah, right." And he goes, "You, you sucker, you the." It
0: worked. Man, that was close. Can we get rid of this thing now? But I fixed it. Sad. (sighs) All right. Put it right in the bottom. There. What time do they pick up the trash? Not soon enough for me. Yeah. See you tomorrow. See ya. Am I crazy? So the
1: next day at school, Seth is like putting stuff in his locker and, and just is brandishing and f- flashing around his universal remote. And Kevin sees him and is like, hey, I thought you threw that away. And they get into a fight. He's like, it's changed you, Seth. You're different now. And Seth's like, fuck you. And then literally tries to, he like, he's like, za- like I don't know which button he presses, but it throws Kevin's body like against the lockers. And Seth walks away while sad Western music plays for no reason. That.
0: Uh, Try that again. You'll really
1: be sorry. And then the, there's like a, a payphone in the school hallway, and it rings, and it's Tony Baldwin or whatever saying this is your last chance. Remember the con don't mess with the remote. Don't misuse it. The consequences are severe. Drink. And he's like, I don't care. So then ag- again, Kevin comes up to him and is like, Hey, you need to, <laughs> this is so, <laughs> what's so redundant. It's so redundant. Yeah. And the, it, I feel bad for the actor plays Kevin. Cause it, the entire thing is one note. He just does one thing the whole time. He's, like, never excited by the remote. He's constantly just like, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think this is a good idea. And Seth, like, basically, like, tries to kill him with the remote. I don't mean, like, tries to, like, hit him with it, but just, like, starts pressing buttons. And nothing's working. And he goes to press the power button and, and and you know, aims the remote at at Kevin to kill him with the power button. And when he presses the power button, he ends up just in a completely black, blank space by himself. Just now- now this I remember seeing as a kid and it's frightened me. Oh yes. And this is the first thing I think of when I think of this episode. Right, he he sees he's still holding the remote. And he sees in the back of the remote that it's flashing and it says battery low. And then Tony Baldwin shows up out of the blackness and just repeats like the first recorded sort of like welcome phrase that he he said, yeah. isn't that right? Yeah. And says he said if you follow the more uh, the instructions correctly you'll have a lifetime of enjoyment and then like sort of like pixelates and disappears yeah like and Infinity Seth is, calls style. after him says no wait wait all I need is batteries and, and then the credits
0: oh no battery low <laughs> we hope you enjoy your new Verona XG20 universal remote control if treated with proper care it will bring you a lifetime of enjoyment no Tony wait all I need are some
1: batteries! And that's the end of the episode. You know how so, Goosebumps episodes sometimes at the end, like, it's cut off so quick? Yeah, do you think it's because, like, it's on Netflix now and stuff like that? Or that's. No, I know, I think that's how it was. When... I think that's how it was. It's like trying to cram this, even though this was a short story, trying to cram this into 22 minutes and they are using every last second and then it just. immediate credits. Immediately. Oh, man. Were you scared by click? The end kind of freaks me out. That is... I never thought of it as scary, but that is interesting. Yeah, it's... It, it's. Don't you think it's kind of Tales from the Crypt-y? It is very Tales from the Crypty. It's very, like, this is your moral, and, oh, this is our protagonist Battle. who doesn't follow the rules, and now he has to pay. Well, I also think this one was a bit of a stretch to make this one last for a full 30 minutes, but... So, you know, the moral of the story is, guys, don't bring your remote to school. Yep, that's right. Don't ever... Don't ever use your remote. For your laser disc player. So if you want to say hey to us, you can. Yeah, please. Please say hey. You can email us you can email us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. That's right, honey. You can also stalk me on Instagram. It's Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery or Twitter, irobotujane. You can stalk me as Daniel. X Montgomery on Instagram or just say hi on Twitter. It's Daniel Montgomery. He still walks. He still stalks. Ooh, where are we going next? Oh no, these dolls I just got are all broken. These broken dolls. Aww. I think the. T- the two last short stories in this book are particularly nasty. Yeah, they're nasty, wild, sexy, scary, creepy, and fucking fantastic. Yeah, bitch. So who cares about this episode? That yeah, you've wasted aren't you glad this shit is over? To? Can you believe you wasted twenty five minutes listening, <laughs> listening to this? You'll never get it back. Never. No. You can't even no. press rewind. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad you can't press erase or slow motion. Power off. <laughs> what? That wasn't even funny or interesting. I know. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> You're just saying buttons on a remote. I know. I'm just tired and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry today. I know. I've eaten solid meals and I'm still so hungry. What is that about? I wish I could. Yeah. I wish, could, I, I, wish I could. I wish I could get us some chocolate pudding and rewind and eat it four times. Sometimes do you think the more you eat, the hungri- hungrier you are? No. It doesn't make any sense, but that ha- that's how it is sometimes. No, it's not. It's not like that ever. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. the last thing we have to say for this episode is... Okay, we got to go replace our batteries so we don't... Battery dead. <laughs> what does it say at the end? It says... Um, hold on. <laughs> it says battery low. It says I'm dropping out. My battery is low. Oh, oh, okay. So you know we're going to a place nearby. Gotta, gotta go. go if you, if you dare. dare.
0: Changed my destiny and Me and my voice went out Just to end up in misery Was about to go home And she was standing in front of me I, I got a little place nearby I wanna go I should have said She's not by my side.